Welcome to the Of Sound Mind Podcast. I'm Cody Truitt, and today I'm joined by my good friend, Charlie Banks. Today we're going to talk about temptation. Everybody deals with temptation. Even Jesus was tempted, right? So we're going to take a dive into the Word, and we're going to share some experiences of our own, uh, different tools that we use to help overcome temptation, obviously the biggest one being the Word of God. So I hope this conversation is encouraging to you, and uh, let's get into it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Of Sound Mind podcast. I am here with my brother in Christ, Charlie. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. It's an honor to be back on your podcast for the second time. Um, <laughs> I'm just, you know, glad that you were wanting to do, you know, the idea that I had for you. You know? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, man, I appreciate that because I know that that's um, it's a conversation that you and I have been having lately, and uh, no, we don't have to go into that too deep, but right. Um, you know, everybody, everybody faces temptations and, and we know that. And mm-hmm. so it's just important that, that we, uh, you know, we sharpen each other and, and, uh, bring that stuff to the light and, and just kind of work exactly. through it. Um, but, uh, yeah, brother. So I just want to kind of open up with this, uh, and then we'll, we'll get into it. Um, Sounds good. But like I said before, you know, the scriptures tell us that, that we all face temptations. You know, in First Corinthians ten thirteen, it says, "No temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man." Um, I hope this this gives people a little bit of encouragement that's that's listening because, you know, oftentimes I, f- I feel like, or we feel like that we're alone in our temptations, and that you know, yeah. other people are immune to temptations or they aren't dealing with it on the levels maybe that that we're dealing with it because um, it can be intense, of course, to when you're mm-hmm. dealing with temptations and and stuff like that. Um, you know, we're told that, that Christ was also tempted. And in Hebrews 4.15, it says, we, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. I think that's so important because, um, you know, and I'll get into it a little bit um, yeah. here and a little bit later, but, you know, how Jesus was tempted um, by Satan in the wilderness. Hmm. Uh, do you have anything to add to that? Well, you know, I would say like when you're talking about, you know, because you think that people are immune, you know, one thing, one, of course, some people that pop in your brain could be like, you know, your pastors, right? You're like, I mean, mm-hmm. like for me, I've got, I don't know, seven or eight different pastors that do all different roles. You know, <laughs> of course, you know, they are, you know, they are human just like the rest of us. And, you know, they, pro- they probably face temptation more on a daily basis than most of us do, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we don't see that, you know, we see the happy side of them, you know, praising the Lord, you know, preaching, whatever it is their role may be, um, sure. you know. So I would say for people, you know, no matter how big your church is, whatever, check in on your pastors, too. Like, yeah. how are they doing, you know, are people in the church? Because, you know, you often don't, you know, after working there for two months, you know, you like there's so much, that, at least in mind, that there's inner workings and stuff. And you don't but you don't see these people mm-hmm. as this is going to sound weird, but you don't see like they're like they're a human being side of them. You just see yeah. every Sunday or this dude's up in the pulpit every Sunday. Like, you know, you don't really get to personally know them. But for me, yeah. I have. And, you know, it's like I, you know, ch- I would, you know, check on these guys a lot, you know, because they, they need it. You know, they're I mean, they're doing they are so on fire for the Lord. But at the same time, there's no way they have been tempted. Um, yeah. 
with things, you know? Right. Like, and, 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 know. and that makes me think also, you're absolutely right, you know, but it also makes me think like in our day to days, probably the normal guy listening to this, um, you, your coworkers, your friends that you hang out with, maybe some of them aren't Christians. And so mm-hmm. you feel as though you're alone in this, in this struggle because, you know, people either don't talk about it with you. Maybe they don't feel comfortable talking about that kind of stuff, the stuff that they're dealing with. Um, or maybe they don't even realize it's temptations, you know, because they're not Christians, um, especially like coworkers, you know, um, I, I know a lot of my coworkers joke about like por- watching pornography and, and yeah. things like that. Right? It's, it's just, a, it's funny. And so you, when you hear that, you know, you inside know that that's wrong, but you right. know, you just feel like you're alone because it seems like everybody around you just doesn't, doesn't either take it seriously or just isn't willing to talk about it, you know? Yeah. And that's one thing that like, you know, I mean, it, it, and I won't lie. I mean, whatever temptation is, but it's going back to like the pornography and stuff like that is a really hard thing to one admit, you know, to just like say, cause you know, for me, I guess the first, like when I was, when it first like hit me, right. was like, man, you know, like why, you know, it's like, I feel like I'm a pretty good kid. You know, I was like, why, why am I looking at this stuff? You know, I kind of mm-hmm. felt it was, it was strange to me because, but I think I realized this can happen to anybody and you don't yeah. realize it, you know, um, right. cause God showed me that, you know, like uh, many times. Sure. Um, no, absolutely. And, and especially when you're, if you are within a Christian community, it's, it's scary to talk about that because you fear judgment. Mm-hmm. You fear, you feel like other Christians are, are on fire and they would never do, dabble in such things. Um, right. And so you also feel alone there uh, because, you know, <laughs> oh yeah i mean because you've established that like kind of your place in the church i guess and you're like i have these people and i don't want to m- make them think that like any less of me or whatnot you know mm-hmm. and all that um a hundred percent you know because yeah. and it, you know it hit, it hit me especially like you know beginning doing you know this job at Northside. it's like the devil was really tempting me like because he knew what i was going to do was going to help Northside. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. not going to lie. It wasn't easy, you know, and there was a few times where I did slip up. Like, that's mm-hmm. not, and we talked about that some, you know. Yeah. I mean, because, and again, I kind of got a text of my man, you know, this is, you know, what, um, you know, Pastor Abby and the rest of the staff, they probably feel this on a daily basis. And I'm like, you know, obviously they've been at it longer and they have, you know, the more knowledge to fight it than I do. But it's just like, man, you know, mm-hmm. but again, you don't see that. You see right the you know you see the songs every Sunday you see the sermon or you hear the sermon you know but that you know they're but then again I'm not saying they're dealing with it now but they could be sure like you know we don't know that you know they're their own person that they've been yep. talking to the Lord about it but have they opened anybody else up about it we don't know you know absolutely and that's why it's so important to to get in that community and to get around other men mm-hmm. that that can sharpen you and that can strengthen you and um, mm-hmm. kind of keep you, keep you accountable as well. Um, 100%. yeah. Yeah. I would, you know, I, I would so agree. Cause I know that, um, you know, when you just put us, or was it, is it about five of us, six of us in the group chat now? I think it's five. I, I think there are five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought that was such a cool idea you had with the Bible study thing, you know, because one, you know, sure I could, you know, go to, there have been Bible studies at Northside and stuff. And, but you know, we're all so busy, like, you know, Mm-hmm. And two, also, you know, it would allow me to get that knowledge because I'd be the youngest person there, um, you know. 
yeah. out of um, all of you guys. And because like, everybody needs that. One thing I know that Northside harps on and also other places I've seen, you know, they talk about, you know, having a godly mentor. That is so important. Like, mm-hmm. you know, especially yeah. if you're going through that temptation, regardless of what it is, I don't even, you know, um, whatever that temptation is, you have to find somebody you can trust to talk about the stuff, whether it be multiple mm-hmm. people or just one person. Now, yeah. for me, you probably want to have multiple people because that one person you've been talking to may be busy that day and you need something like to talk to somebody. And now like mm-hmm. it happens that way. Um, you know, so if it were me, I would say, Hey, get a group of guys, whether it doesn't matter um, if they're, you know, in a whole other state, like me and Cody are like, separated or you know right in your front doorstep um yeah find somebody that you can talk to i mean and i'd say honestly it would be more it'd be more beneficial especially if you're my age you know to find somebody older but if you can find a friend that's your age then fight it together like that's another option which i did that and that was a really really unique unique experience because we figured me and this friend we figured it out around the same time we were dealing mm-hmm. with it. And so we were fighting it together and it was like such a unique experience because, um, you know, before I started going to church and everything I could say, cause I mean, he would always tell me that I could give good advice. And yeah. one thing was that I could say something and, you know, it was, and it wasn't like worldly or nothing, but it was just kind of some basic advice you'd hear, you know, whatever. It sounds sure. like a Ted talk or something. <laughs> and, and, um, you know, he could apply a biblical verse to that. And I was like, this is, awesome like you know this is so cool how you're able to connect the two things together um like i think i said something like um i was kind of joking around a little bit but i was being serious i said um you know dude we're gonna shine so bright in heaven that god's gonna need sunglasses to see us you know and um <laughs> then he brought up daniel 12 3 you know it's talking about um shining is bright in the heavens like that's paraphrasing really really bad paraphrasing but um you know that that blew my mind like and the work got to work through that and he did and he still is working through me about temptations, especially the, you know, the lustful thoughts and things. Cause you know what? I'm a guy like mm-hmm. that's, and I'm not saying it's not common and, or it doesn't happen to women cause it can, it's just more common sure. to guys. Right. Um, Absolutely. Now I don't know what temptations and you may have thought about it more Cody, like what temptations women go through. But um, one I did here was like, I think, or I saw I mean, this was one video, so it might be might have been different for every, it's different for everybody. But one I thought saw so was like gossiping, maybe. Um, but again, oh, we yeah. can all go through, you know, the same um, same same temptations, and you may not even know about it, you know. Yeah, and it's crazy 100%. to think about. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, kind of went on a bit of a rant there, but um, <laughs> but um, but, you know. No, it's yeah. all good. It's good. Yeah. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tell I've been itching to get on back on somebody else's podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I, I do want to move on to, you know, a question I imagine people ask is, so where yeah. do temptations come from? Mm, good I think it's important to note that they do not come from God. Nope. Okay. Although he does allow them. Let's look in James 1 or chapter 1, verse 13. It says, For God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself does not tempt anyone. Mm. Um, you know, we look at the first chapter of Job, and, and God allowed Satan to tempt Job, but with restrictions, mm. obviously. Um, 
you know, in first Peter chapter five, verse eight says Satan is roaming on the earth like a lion seeking people to devour. Mm -hmm. uh, and then verse nine tells us to resist him. You know, it, it's, it, you're not, you know, that other Christians are experiencing the same, his, the same attacks, you know, yeah. um, and by, by those passages, we, we know this temptation comes from Satan, not from God. Right. Um, important to note, you know, um, and it, also, if you look in James chapter one, verse 14, temptation originates in us as well. So we're tempted, you know, when we are carried away and enticed by our own lusts. Mm -hmm. That's James chapter one, verse 14. Yeah. Uh, we allow ourselves to think certain thoughts, allow ourselves to go places we should, shouldn't go, uh, make decisions based on our lusts that lead us into temptation. Yeah. Uh, I well, I can't think of the guy's name, but it's that guy. It's that guy that we like so much. His videos where he like, you know, the problem comes in, and then I can't think of the guy's name or like his account. But I like, you know, I love his videos. Um, you know, what I'm talking about, like, you know, he's like talking about how do I deal with this, and he talks about, and then he says like, oh, what's this scripture say? Yes, then, yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, <clears throat> I think you like sent me one of those, and. It just, you know, like he's phrased it in such a well way. I don't remember exactly what it is, but, you know, I just love that. Because one, it's helping people, but also two, it, um, you know, allows people to learn scripture. And they're like, oh, they can write that down. They're like, okay, this is going to help. And, you mm -hmm. know, one um, piece of scripture that actually, and this was um, something that actually popped up on the Bible app the other day. And I love it when this verse pops up, you know, they're random. Um, like <laughs> right. Verse of the day type deal. Um and uh, this was given to me by my um, well Sunday school or life group um, teacher because um, I was asking him about some of this. And he said, um, so he gave me this verse, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And that's Philippians 4, 8. So in other words, don't let your mind wander and think about the things that are praiseworthy that become, you know, for God. I mean, and I know that can be easier said than done because you get distracted, you know, your mind wanders. Mm. But if that starts to happen, pray about it, you know, yeah. start praying, dive in the word, which again, I'm saying this, you know, knowing I don't do that as much as I should. Like, yeah, you know, um, I guess I'm not a perfect person by no means. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say that every time, you know, a thought like that comes in my brain. I just instantly just, you know, get on my hands and knees in the middle of a classroom that, you know, that doesn't happen. Um, or, you know, or I, cause sometimes you just have to pray even like, you know, just in your head, even if it don't, you know, cause sometimes you might be like in my scenario, you might be in school, you might be learning something where you, and it'd be awkward if you close your eyes cause you might miss something. Just pray like a quick prayer or, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if you can pull your phone out, pull the Bible out and or Bible app out and um, find a scripture. Um, yeah. There's more because I mean, like uh, our Bible's everywhere. I mean, you know, isn't you're not limited to um, just having to take it, you know, take it in a physical form, you know, or like, you know, you can. There's an app with it now, so there's yeah. no, you know, you you got the Bible on you, right? You know, right. So you have your tools. Yeah. And I'm actually, I'm glad you brought up tools because I want to move over to, you know, how, how we resist temptation. Yeah. Um, and first of all, we got to look into Matthew chapter four. Um, you know, it, 
the example of Jesus when he was tempted in the wilderness by Satan. Mm-hmm. Um, and each of Satan's temptations, they were met with the same answer, right? It is written, followed by scripture. So on top of prayer, we got we to gotta be in God's word. We got to be memorizing verses. We got to be uh, meditating on God's word. Um, you know, if, if the son of God used the word of God to effectively end the temptations, which we know works because after three failed attempts, the devil left him. That's in verse 11, in Matthew chapter four. Uh, how much more do we need to use it to resist our own temptations? Right. Mm. And, you know, so, I mean, all of our efforts to resist, it's, it's going to be weak and ineffective yeah. unless they're powered by the Holy spirit through like I said, consistent reading, studying, uh, meditating on God's word. Um, mm. And of course, you know, within Romans chapter 12, verse two, it says we'll be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Um, and there, you know, there's no weapon against temptation except the sword of the spirit, which is God's word. That's Ephesians six, chapter 17. Um, and then if we look at Colossians chapter three, verse two, it says, set your mind on things above, not on the things that are on earth. Um, mm-hmm. if our minds are filled with crap, TV shows, music, all the things that this has to offer, uh, we will be bombarded with messages, images, and inevitably it's going to lead us to, to sinful thoughts, sinful lusts. Yep. Um, our minds are filled with, you know, majesty and holiness of God. Um, you know, we'll find that our interests in the lusts of the world diminish, disappear, uh, but without the word's influence in our minds, you know, we're open to anything Satan wants to throw at us. Yep, 100%. And, you know, one thing I would say, too, is, um, you know, when, you know, I'm just as an example. Um, like, say if, you know, because this is kind of what happened to me. Say if, like, a relative, you know, passes on. That's a really hard, you know, um, you know, thing to process, right? Uh, trust me, I'm going somewhere with this. <laughs> so, uh, so say if, like, you know, a relative passes away, right? That is going to be the time when that's um, when the devil tries to sneak in and put those thoughts in your brain because he's you're vulnerable mm-hmm. and you want, and he knows you want to lean on something. And especially if you are um, a non-believer, that's when he's going to put it in there because mm-hmm. that's when it was put into me. And that was years ago. And I wasn't a believer then. And, you know, I've been thinking about it and I've just kind of thought about it now too, is, and he put it, there knowing knowing what god was going to do in a few years time of me being saved and baptized and working at my church and stuff and he wants this to hinder me and like so i'm just saying be like careful of that like that's when i mean of course we should be diving in the word every day but especially if like an event like that happens or whatever that's when you really should be diving in so that the devil can't put that temptation there because he's gonna find a way but you can't let yep. yep, And that's where that, you know, not to, battling alone, um, finding trustworthy friends and stuff like that yep. for accountability um, that you can even confide in. Um, and that, you know, they'll help sharpen you, strengthen you, um, yep. maybe pray with you. Um, you know, so that's, that's super important. And, and don't isolate yourself. Don't isolate right. yourself. Don't, don't yeah. allow yourself to fall. Um into that isolation because that's where Satan can really dig his claws yeah. into you. And I don't, and I know that, you know, just cause you brought it up. Um, I know that, um, you know, you, I mean, is, if you don't mind me saying like, I know you did do that at one point, um, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, if it, you know, I'm telling you one thing, people were like 
I mean, at least me and about five other people, we were like, where'd he go? What we were like, you know? Um, (laughs) And so, you know, that, I guess, I mean, one thing that I will say is that, that, you know, people, um, they will notice when, you know, you're isolating yourself. I mean, Mm -hmm. because, you know, we did when you did, and we were like, what in the world? You know, because I know that Donovan asked me, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm like, um, but at the same time, because I know that people, they do that, and they're like, some people, oh, he's just having, you know, he's just needing some time to himself. I'm like, yeah, but. Just give him space. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you don't know what is cooking up in that mind. Like, you don't know what the devil's put in there. Yep. And and I'm. I'm re- yeah, and I'm really glad you, you brought that up because, it, you know, it, I'm very thankful, very blessed to have guys like you that, that do reach out to me and, and just kind of mm-hmm. ask straight up, like, yo, what's going on, man? You haven't done this in a while. <laughs> yeah. uh, you haven't been doing this. What's going on? And mm-hmm. uh, obviously, if the person that, you know, me, I was in that situation. But if for somebody else, if if you're asking that person if they're willing to speak about it, obviously, it's, it's a little bit yeah. easier to gauge. but. You know, basically my entire life, that's kind of one of the things that Satan has really uh, uh, rooted in me as well is, you know, isolation. Like when when things are stressful, when things get tough, typically what I'll do is I'll just kind of shut everybody out. And I've been learning through scripture and through, uh, you know, listening to you guys and, and talking to you guys. that That is one of the most dangerous things that I can do for myself, because that's exactly what happens is I fall back into these things. Right. Um that um essentially want to kill me so uh, yeah i thought that that was important oh yeah you know and i remember like when we kind of talked about that i was like because i remember remember straight up i you know i don't remember exactly what i typed but i remember i said like don't you ever do that again scared us to death (laughs) like you know because we didn't know what the heck was going on with you you know yeah um but you know and again, that goes back to that community part of things. You know, people eventually, if you land on that community, they're going to check on you like that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and some people they're like, "Oh my gosh, you ain't got to check me on every." Well, no, we're going to do that. Like, you might as well just get used to it because it's going to happen. You mm-hmm. know, um, and that's so cool. You know, like how, you know, with, um, Don, you know, I think of Donovan especially. You know, him growing um his community as well. Like, mm-hmm. it blows my mind how many people he knows. Like you know, just through this podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and funny enough, and it's also, my podcast has helped me with that too and getting to know people, you know, and people I could trust and everything because mm-hmm. at my church, I'm known as the, kind of the podcast kid, you know, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's helped my mom as well because, you know, there's people that are like, oh, are you, um, you know, Charlie's mom? And they said, and she's like, yeah. And, they're like, yeah, I love his podcast. And so she gets, a, you know, has a friend out of that, you know, mm-hmm. so if anything else, it's helped me and her both. Like if it doesn't help anybody else that the episodes go to, which I know they have, but if they, if they didn't, it's helped us both, you know, cause we have more people we can lean on. Like I know mm-hmm. before, you know, I maybe had like one or two, if that now I have so many people I can ask, I can't even count them on my fingers, <laughs> um, you know? Yeah, and that's just one of the many blessings that God's given me. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, God's good, man. Oh, uh, yeah. So let's actually talk about something that, you know, you, you kind of mentioned there at the beginning, and I actually made an episode about it, my last episode. Um, the, the temptations of lust, uh, like, you know, 
um, yeah, free stuff like that. And it, it, so just kind of to kind of reiterate what I had talked about before, you know, that was something that was that started. I honestly, I couldn't even tell you if I was 10, 11, 12. Mm-hmm. Um, I know around that time frame is when I started to get really hooked on like pornography and yeah, and lust and that kind of thing. And um, it just gradually increased over time, especially when I got into my late teens, early twenties, especially you're going through puberty at that time when you're in your early teens and mm. hormones are raging. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it just became a normal thing to watch porn and, and, and just be okay with it. And, you know, what, what I didn't realize and what I'll hit on here in just a second is it, it really rewired my brain and twisted it and warped it in such a way that I didn't find a lot of joy in things. Um, and, and, and everybody knows that we've, we've seen the posts, we've seen the statistics, we've yeah. seen what it does to your brain. We know that it makes basically your brain mush, mm-hmm. right? Um, have you ever seen that brain comparison? Like somebody that is addicted to porn versus somebody who isn't. And it's like, I don't, maybe I think I have. Yeah. And I guess like blue and purple is really bad. And that's what, someone who's addicted to and it's probably mm-hmm. applies to somebody who's addicted to um anything else really it, it just yeah like, porn specifically like just rot literally rots your brain um, i mean i've heard some people say it's as bad as like an alcohol addiction like in terms right, of what right. it does to your brain yeah you know yeah. and uh and so what i found was i i needed to attack the root the root problem because <laughs> there's so many things right that uh, you know, you hear and that we can do to avoid it, especially in the Christian realm. You'll hear people say like, yep. uh, you know, av- avert your eyes or leave the room um, if it's too tempting. And these are all great, great methods to use. Right. It, if mm-hmm. you if, if you're in a coffee shop, especially me and being a married man and I see a very attractive woman. Um, and now there is nothing wrong with noticing beauty in a person. Uh, you know, Bible says that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. But it's when it becomes lustful is when it becomes sin. Right. Because mm-hmm. right. the Bible says us that um, Jesus took it a step further because adultery, you know, is, is physically, or I guess an affair, right. An affair with somebody yeah. is actually physically having a sexual relationship with somebody outside of your covenant. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's adultery. But Jesus takes it a step further and says that if you lust over a woman in your heart, in your heart, you have committed adultery. And, you know, um, so dodging your eyes, leaving the room um, when you're tempted in those situations are all great. But getting to the heart issue, you know, something that porn does is what makes you objectify women. Yeah, they become an object. They are not a person Um, and something that I've been trying to use as a tool. And I actually I've been using it. For a little bit, I w- I'd say maybe I don't even want to give a time frame on it. Just recently, I've been <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> been trying to think of it like to personify the person, not objectify the person. That's somebody's daughter. That's somebody. Oh, mm. You know, that's somebody's mm. friend. That's God's. That's God's child. That could be my daughter one day. Mm. And, you know, like you, you got to personify the woman because. Um, and that's 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 part of the heart issue. That's part of the root issue is is that what that porn does is that it just it, it, it makes them an object. And yeah, 
that's kind of one of the tactics that have really, really helped me um, in situations where, uh, you know, Satan's kind of got me trapped and um, I, you know, so mm-hmm. just thought I'd you know, that. Yeah. And for me, it's, you know, I've kind of found, you know, this is not that even it's kind of, it's pretty recent actually, but for me, it's kind of like, I've noticed that it's not necessarily the like, looking at things that just, I guess, enhances the thought, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like I can yeah. put my phone in, I can put my phone somewhere and, you know, um, and like not look at it, whatever. But then, mm-hmm. then it's my brain. It's like, you know, cause you're, yeah. cause again, I mean, not, not everybody's like this, but I've got a very like active imagination, you know? And so, mm-hmm. and you know, can, I can, it can just, think of it like that and so yeah. that's what can happen now yeah. you know i was and i'm starting and i actually sent it to you it's like a um it was on the bible app it's like you know winning the battle in your brain you know yeah, i just yeah. like did the first um the, like devotional on it and you know i was like that's one thing that i've been trying to work on is like you know i've kind of figured out you know i've got the first part out the way if that makes sense you know god showed me that part you know which i told you you know privately like how he did that um with the phone thing, mm-hmm. but you know, that's out the way. Like I know what to do there. I just need to figure out the brain side of things. Yeah. And that's, that's the harder part. I'm not going to, you know, cause that's in your brain. Yep. Um, cause, cause, cause you can't put your brain in another room. I'm sorry, but that don't work that way. <laughs> right. Um, right. you know, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, and, it's, and, and habits like that, uh, come with, you know, not habits. That's what I meant to say. So temptations like that can come with habits, right? Yeah. You know, I, I've made it a point or I've, I've, I make it a point now to try to avoid even, I don't know, it's kind of personal, but taking my phone into the bathroom, right. Or, yeah. or I being, giving myself the opportunity to, um, to look at things I you know, I try to, I, I heard that I've heard of covenant eyes. I know you have to pay for that. Um, I've never actually mm-hmm. used but I hear it's a good tool as well. Um, it actually blurs blurs images like that on your phone, um, mm. and so you can't We're even. It's kind of shame you got to pay for it. Like, yeah, I know that stuff right there. That should be for like there should be, you know, if you know, if the world truly cared about that stuff, which we know yeah. they don't, because they use it for profit. Sure. You know, by us not looking at it, they would, you know, there would be a free app for that or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah, and I don't know all the tools that go into it to to fund something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I just know that I've heard that before. I'm glad you brought that up because stuff like that should be free for it should for people, for people to use. Um, I mean, because people struggle with it, and it's becoming more of a more of a struggle for people every day. Because mm-hmm. yeah. and know, like you that's said, the society we live in. Yeah, and pe- and like you said, people like that who like well, I can make a profit off of this. Um, and if that's the way they make their living, then, you know, that's a kind of a gray area, but, but, yeah. uh, you know, it is, what or at it least is. make a, I don't know, make like a, this is going to sound weird, a light version. Where it's like <laughs> yeah. you, you got the, you got the light version where it just blurs things and you got the premium version of it. I don't know. <laughs> right. Right. You got to pay. Right. Um, yeah. So the best of both words, you're still making money, but then we can get our free part. Um, but Yeah. Yeah, man. And, you know, just one of the things that's just one of the things that it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's taken me, it's taken me time and it's still taking me time. 
Yeah. And that's, that's where you, it just comes right back to getting in the word, um, constantly being in prayer. And I like what you said earlier on in the podcast about, yeah. Uh, if you feel like, you know, you're in the classroom and you just, you pray, you stop and pray. Um, you know, that's, that's one of the best weapons that we have, especially in that yeah. moment is, yeah. is reaching out to God or praying to God, like, please, like I am, I am vulnerable right now. I'm in a very bad spot. God, I need you. And uh, mm-hmm. it's amazing. So I've actually, a long time ago, I tried that. And um, obviously I, I do it every time now, but the first time I tried yeah. it, using how like physically um, I could, I could almost feel physically like my, my body kind of changing and, and my mm-hmm. mind being like almost cleared. Like it was a peaceful moment. Mm-hmm. For myself to, to kind of experience that, and and obviously once I realized how effective and how powerful it is, um, it's something that I use every time now. You know, mm-hmm. and I know and, one thing that me me and Donovan talked about when you know we were all together. Which again, we got to do that again. That was fun. Yeah. That was- um, <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, I know one thing I brought up was you know he was talking about there's power in the name of Jesus, and I know like you know one sermon that Pastor Robbie did one time was you know just talking about prayer. You know, like. Mm-hmm. And kind of not not like you know because there are multiple ways you know you can pray but like there's kind of a you know like a basis you know yeah. and um one thing is you know try to or you know what you said you know say you know call the name Jesus like put the name Jesus in your in your prayers yeah and you know I did yeah. that like that first night and I just was like that felt different like you know it just you know something yeah. something different was just about it you know I'm yeah. um, not just because I said it but it just did like on the inside, it just felt different. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's another thing I would say is, you know, call the name Jesus when you're struggling like that. Yeah. Please. You know? Yeah. And to add to that, another thing. So if we look at Matthew chapter five, verse 29, it talks about, you know, if you, if your right eye makes you stumble, tear it out and throw it from you for it is better for you to lose one of the parts of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. Um, and that sounds mm-hmm. severe, right? Nobody yeah. really wants to to cut out, cut off <laughs> out their body parts. But but sin, sin is severe. And Jesus isn't saying that we literally need to remove a body part. Um, cutting out the eye seems kind of drastic, but yeah, uh, Jesus is teaching us that if necessary, a drastic measure should be taken to avoid sin. And uh, whatever you got to do, I mean, shoot, if you have to pay for covenant eyes, then just freaking do it you know do it yeah Um, do whatever you have to do dodge your eyes uh leave the room um do whatever you got to do to uh to ensure that that you avoid sin Mm -hmm. yeah you got to do what you got to do as they say yeah i mean but seriously i mean because you know i was sitting there because i mean for when i was going back to the phone thing for a bit you know i was uh you know i was praying about it i was like you know what you know, what do I need to do? Cause I want to be done with this. I was like, you know, and, yeah. um, you know, so I'm, I'm getting the solution in bits and pieces, but you know, the coolest thing is that, you know, I'm doing these podcast episodes on over on mine to help others. And this is the same with this one, you mm-hmm. know, to help other people. And so that'd be the last thing I expected for God to use it to help me, but he did. Um, mm-hmm. it was with the, and this one's not out yet. It'll be the next one. But it'll be out by the time this one comes out. Um, 
episode with Josh Thomas, you know, he brought up because he started coming, you know, started talking about, we didn't, it wasn't a question, but you know, we were talking about the youth and my usual questions for them. And, um, you know, he was talking about, that's a very big thing for youth and especially guys, you know, with, um, things like that. And he said, you know, whatever you got to do, put your phone in another room, whatnot. And, you know, and that gave me that idea. I was like, Oh my gosh, God, just use my podcast when it's not even out yet to help me. And I was mind blown by it. I was like, you know, um, so blown away. Like, like it just, it's crazy. You know, if, if anything else, if that episode does not do help anybody else, it helped me. <laughs> so, you know, it did its job. So Charlie, is there anything you wanted to add before, uh, before I, I have a few steps for people that I want to add, uh, or that I want to give out, you know, just to kind of help with temptation. Um, um, you know, so if, if, if you guys want to write these down or, or kind of yeah. come part of the podcast later, um, I'll, I'll go through these five ways that you can kind of just to kind of help you avoid temptation. Um, but yeah, man, if there's anything else you wanted to add before I do that, you're more than welcome. Yeah. Um, I'll just say this verse here, you know, like I know that it can be, you know, tough. And like we said, it can be, um, you know, you might feel like you're alone, but you know, in Romans eight thirty one, it says if God's forced then who can be against us. Right. Mm. Like, I mean, it may, you may be feeling like you were the last person on this planet that has looked at this, did this, whatever, not, not. And, you know, you might feel alone, but guess what? He's going to help you through it. Mm-hmm. You know? So oh, yeah. always remember that, but yeah, man, I'd love to hear those steps. What you got? Yeah, so I've got five of them here to write down. Okay. Cool. First one, don't battle alone. Mm. Yeah. Um, in Proverbs chapter 15, verse 22. Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. You got to find trustworthy a trustworthy friend or a group uh, you can be accountable to, seek their advice, counsel, uh, and prayer when needed. And uh, number two is flee. Mm, flee the yeah. evil desires. Flee the, flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. That's 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. Uh, this is Apostle Paul's advice to Timothy. And that's exactly what Joseph did in Genesis chapter 39, verse 12. Um, and uh, number three is watch your eyes. The psalmist said, uh, I will set before my eyes no vile thing. That's Psalm chapter 101, verse three. And uh, number four is, and, and a lot of these we've kind of talked about. So um, right. if you can go back and listen to some of that. But number four is be careful of the little things, right? So it's smaller sins that lead to bigger ones, Um Exactly. Telling little lies can lead to bigger lies and being dishonest with small change may well lead to outright cheating, right? Um, that's just kind mm-hmm. of a general thing. So be careful with the little things. Number five is depend on God's strength daily. Look for God's strength daily through prayer um, and for his escape route. As someone said, if he bolts a door, don't try to jump in through a window, right? I love that quote. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the five things uh, and each of those apply to some things that we talked about throughout yeah, the episode. I do love it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm a, well, yeah, well, I just want to say this though, you know, and then if you, uh, I just want to say for people that are listening right now, I think Cody did himself a mighty fine job for coming back for what, you know, it's been quite a while, hasn't it? Yeah. It's been you know? a few months. <laughs> yeah it's been it's been quite a while so you did a wonderful job um but i just <laughs> I wanted to say that um yeah. but thank you so much man appreciate it mm-hmm. and 
of course. Um, I, re- I really appreciate your time coming on here. I know it's uh, yeah, man. It's it takes a lot to take an hour or two. Um, I know it's only forty two minutes right now, but it, it, that's you know that's your time that you've given me, and I really I truly appreciate that. I just want to let you know. Of course, man. You know, like, and you know, I enjoy doing this stuff. I mean, I like talking, so that's not a big issue. Um, <laughs> you? you know. Oh yeah, me, right? I mean, almost fifty episodes in, me, what? No, there's no way. But yeah. awesome. Uh, so, but, where can everybody find you, Charlie? I know you've been on here before, but uh, yes. I've got. I think I've got some new listeners, some new followers. So, uh, yep. just let them know where you're at. You got it. You can find me on well you can find my podcast on apple or spotify um and you can also find um you know i probably won't let's be honest i probably won't approve it because i don't really know you but i've got an instagram and then um i've also got facebook as well but uh in terms of like doing the podcast and stuff or like if you want to find it just find it on apple or spotify um i would say my tiktok but i don't really use it anymore so unless you want to go find some old cringe videos of myself then you know, be my guest, but I'm not going on there anymore. So, uh, yeah. um, but, so have you yeah. have you thought about making a Young Minds podcast uh, Instagram page? I thought about it, but then I'm like, you know, I've it'd be it feel kind of weird because I promote I've I've promoted almost 50 episodes off of a personal one, and I know that would get more people if I, you know, just did a, a public one and then did it that way. Um, but it just feels weird now, you know, because I put so much on my personal yeah. one, you know. Yeah, makes sense. And then, the, and then, and then it'd be like the fourth Instagram account I have. I've already got three. You know, I'd be a lot to manage. Yeah. So maybe one day. I mean, you know, I've got the one YouTube episode, you know. So I'm, a, I'm thinking probably I'll make merch before I do that because people have been asking for shirts already at my church. You're like, Ooh. are you gonna make merchandise? There you go. And like I might, I might need your help with that, but uh, you know, you and your graphic genius over here. <laughs> um, oh, but I'll probably have to go. I'm gonna have to go through like the spread shop maybe or something because I can't, I can't do how I was doing it like with the operation shirts though, because it just, I mean, they're good shirts, but I can't get a bunch of them, you know, at the same time, and people already go ahead and order, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. I have to set up the way, and I still haven't figured that out yet. Lord, please give me an answer to this. How do I set up a website? (laughs) They make it so difficult. But yeah, yeah, I thought about it, and who knows? You know, maybe one day, right? You know, yeah, maybe one day. Yeah, but I'm so excited that I was able to come back on, man, and you know, come on for the second time. Um, I still was thinking about it today with the episode that we first did. You know, being your first guest on here, and um. (laughs) how much of a blast that was even then. And I know we've improved a lot since then doing episodes and just, you know, talking to each other in general. Um, For sure. But, you know, hope that if, you know, if everybody's listening, I hope that you enjoyed it and that you get something out of it. That's the main goal. And um, if you want to listen to, you know, my episodes, hop on over. I'm sure the link will be down in the description. So. <laughs> it will. It sure will yep. be. Yep. I yep. will put everything down there. And uh, hey, brother, it has been an honor and a privilege. And I really appreciate you. Of course, man. Always. Always, always. All right. Well, God bless you. God bless everybody. Have a great rest of your day.